I love a beautiful lawn. You love a beautiful lawn. Everybody loves a beautiful lawn, but they don't love how long it takes and how difficult it can be. And that is where True Green comes into play because it's the easiest and most affordable way to get that beautiful lawn. Let's be real. You've got plenty of other things to do in your free time than focus on your lawn care. So let True Green take care of all of that hard work while you get to do everything else that you want to do like go play golf. Here's what you need to do. Visit truegreen.com. Okay. It allows you to do you let them do the lawn care. And if you visit truegreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people, that is all guaranteed. You can trust true green to give you the best lawn because they are the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA tour. They offer a satisfaction guarantee and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. It's truegreen.com. Get started now. Freaking first cut. Golly. Welcome to the First Cut Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and this is your round one recap for this week's Farmers Insurance Open. And joining me to break it all down, the team still in Orlando, straight from the PGA show. Doug Bell is there. <laughs> Doug, happy Wednesday for the first round. Hey, Rick, thanks. Yeah, I kind of like the Wednesday start. Uh, yeah, it feels, it feels off. But I like the idea of getting done on Saturday night. Yeah. I think it's awesome. And, and that's the coolest thing we touched on the other day, that Jim Nance will be calling the final round from Kansas City, where the AFC Championship is going to take place. Um, and we're, I just think that's the coolest thing. The, the negotiations that took place, the powers of the beast said, you know what? This will make a lot of sense. Maybe you can do it like the uh, the Peyton and Eli broadcast and just have uh, have Patty Mahomes pop on. What's up, Patty? You got any you got any Billy Horschel text yeah. from from Mahomes? That'd be awesome. Uh, yeah, looking forward to it. It'll be fun. I, I like that. That's Kyle Porter, KP. You'll you'll enjoy this. We got a, a hot mic moment from Justin Thomas and his caddy, a great player caddy conversation late in his round, and they were talking about whether they should lay up or go for it. And JT said, "Well, it's only Thursday." No, no, no. It's actually wednesday justin don't be confused <laughs> i'm so it would have been more on brand for him to say i never lay up <laughs> and give a shout out to the boys over there but uh yeah jake that whole group was great on yeah. we, that was most of what we were watching we had a it was kind of a nice setup for us really? we're at the desk big monitor right here thankfully our mics weren't hot at the time right. uh but yeah jt dj rom was uh was super fun as i'm sure we'll talk about we got we got these guys running around we got the zamboni back here again and it's just it's it's a madhouse here yeah it's we're crazy. we're closing down the store here yeah we are at the merchandise show yeah say the least. for sure yes there's a lot going on but you guys are laser focused and i know it we're gonna get to the big boys but we got to talk about not one but two different golf courses that we saw out there because doug bell they played entirely different if you started on yeah. the north course the scoring average was nearly three shots under par you had to go out and you had to make your hay on the north course if you were playing the championship course the south course you were you know, you could get away with an even par round because that was playing closer to one shot over par. So nearly a four stroke difference, just depending on the course that you played on Wednesday. 
Yeah, Rick, uh, I've been out there, and the north course is not that easy. That surprised me. Usually yeah. it's about a shot and a half difference, but to go three and a half shots difference, uh, kind of a, a head lot. scratcher. Yeah, it's it, a it lot. really is. Now, people are probably wondering uh, when you go to the south course, longer par fours, really challenging par fives. Uh, but the rough is up on both courses, so I'm a little surprised, frankly. Uh, but nevertheless, I, I think if you're a guy like Rom, who shoots six under on the tougher side, you got to be just licking your chops to get after the north tomorrow. Well, and you know? it's, it seemed like it was a little bit more of a case of the north playing easier than, than normal it, rather than the south playing harder than normal. I don't know if you have numbers from, from past years, Rick, but just off the top of my head, that's that's what it seemed like, that the north was just super easy, which if you're Rom, if you're Luke List, if you're – was uh, Cameron Chingali was on the south also, I think. Correct. If you're any of those guys, you got to be going there on – you got to be going to the north on on Thursday. I keep wanting to say Friday, thinking, uh, man, I hope it, I hope the wind lays down and it plays just as easy as it did on, on in round one. And, and, guys, you know, it's interesting, Rick, you've been out there – and Kyle, you know, there's always been all that talk about the Poeta greens. And, you know, Tiger was always famous. But at the end of the day, that Poeta, you know, the, the buds, yeah. you know, and it messes up. But the greens look fantastic Yeah, on TV. I mean, those greens, Poe or not, those things were putting beautifully on both sides. And I think that's what we saw today. Great scoring conditions and the best players in the world, even on a tough golf course, took advantage. Yeah. You know. Yeah, the North Course last year played about one and one point eight strokes under par, so nearly a stroke easier than it did last year this time around. The man at the top of the leaderboard, thanks to a sixty-three, that's nine under par, is Billy Horschel. He was bogey-free around the North Course, and Kyle, we've talked a lot about Billy Horschel, kind of not necessarily getting maybe the respect that he gets on the PGA Tour because a lot of his bigger victories recently, one on the European Tour, he won the match play that's not going to show up in your pga tour stats and standings and you're not going to get really the strokes gain metrics for it so billy horschel has flown under the radar despite winning a couple of fairly sizable events in the past year yeah you know and this is not like when you say tory whether you're talking about north or south i don't think oh billy horschel you know, I, I just right. there's 50 guys that I think of before Billy Horschel, even though he's certainly a top top 50 guy in the world. And the numbers kind of, you know, I'm looking at, at his historically at Torrey. He's he plays it a little worse than he plays a normal PGA Tour course. So it's just not a place that fits him that well. And yet 63, nine under no bogeys. I mean, that's it's. <laughs> Pretty impressive. I don't what I don't know what he is to win right now, um, but it's got to be it's got to be pretty short. And I actually I do like him on, you know, to to kind of, I mean, what if he plays even par the next three days on the south? Probably win the tournament, right? Or, or at least <laughs> somewhat the running, yeah. somewhat close to I think fourteen under one last year, but nine was was T two with that five way tie for second. So. I, I do like him on on to kind of like hold on and 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 defend on a difficult course. I just don't know if Tory South is, you know, the what architecturally the way it sets up. I I, I don't know. I, I'm interested to see how that goes for him. Today was a great round for him though. Uh, he won the FedEx Cup. Let's not forget. Yeah. And the cool thing about that one, it was ten million at the time, and he gave a million dollar check to his caddy at the time. That was cool. Which I thought that was really cool. We forget about that. And now Mark Fulcher's on his bag. Uh, carried the back for Justin Rose for a long time when Rosie won the U.S. Open and his his big wins. So he's got a great caddy, great team. 
Uh, today was just one of those days for a guy who I think probably, and uh, I think the world of Billy's probably underachieved a little bit. Um, he's a really talented guy. Probably should have won more. You think he's underachieved? A little bit. I think he's that good, and I think he probably should have won more. Really? Yeah. Uh, just based on his uh, pedigree, like amateur career, yes. or okay. Yes. Okay. And 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 the year that he had when he won the FedEx Cup, he won twice in the playoffs. It dominated some great players. You know, I, I think that... It could have won three times. Yeah. Yeah, he got so hot that year. Yeah. I I don't know if he's under... I, he hasn't played that well at the majors. You know, he no. had he had that great... Uh, right about that. Marion U.S. Open, where he had... I think it was... I think it was Horschel. hit all 18 greens. And that was... I believe it was his first or second major that he ever played in. And he hasn't really done that. I, I think he would look at... And maybe he's talked about this. I think he would look at his major career and say... Yeah, there's there hasn't been a lot of success there. So on that front, I, I certainly agree. And I thought maybe he could have been a Ryder Cup pick last year. He was yeah. certainly in consideration. Yeah, you know he'd had a good year. So not a surprise he's there. We'll just see if he can uh, what he can do on the South Course, Rick. Uh, Billy Horschel, twelve to one to win this golf tournament, according to our friends over at Caesar Sportsbook. He is not the favorite because John Rom is speaking of dominance at Torrey Pines John Rahm has done it again gentlemen an opening round 66 that KP was highlighted by an eagle on 18 he asked for a more difficult golf course he got it and he destroyed it <laughs> he did destroy it. I mean uh, so he's the real leader of the tournament right if you just go by strokes gain he he gained 6.8 uh, because the South course was playing 0.8 over par. Oh, wait, is that right? Yeah, 0.8 over par, and he shot six under. So 6.8 strokes gained on that field. Uh, Horschel was 6.1. So they're similar. I mean, shooting nine under on the north was basically equivalent yeah. to shooting six on the south. I think that makes sense. Uh, Rick, his, his 2022, I keep, like, I feel like I'm screaming about it, and people are just dismissive dismissive of it. I put this on Twitter. His his nine rounds in his nine measured rounds in 2022 uh, strokes gained 4.6, 2.8, 7.7, 2.7, 3.2, Not good. Uh, put, that was the putting setup. No, I, that I, that was actually the day before he went ballistic. Uh, 3.4. That was the day of the putting contest. Uh, 0.1 and now 6.8 on uh, in his ninth round. That average, Rick, is 3.4. Doug, if you're playing at two and a half around, you're the best player in the world. He's almost at three and a half against. It's not like I mean we've talked about this. It's not like he's playing. You know the no offense to the the Byron Nelson or the Zurich. It's tournament of champions. It's it's Tory that's got a great field. I mean this is. It's super impressive, yeah. and you know now he's poised to win yet again at at Torrey Pines, which would be the what third third time that he would have done so. Uh, I'm just reminded of Tiger love Torrey Pines. Yeah, a lot of success. Uh, love Firestone. A lot yeah. of success. Love Bay Hill. Uh, love Muirfield Village. <laughs> Tiger chalked up a lot of wins at those four courses, and I think Rom is on the verge of just chalking up more wins here. Uh, you see how comfortable he was. It was it was it was an easy sixty-six. It was easy, and he rolled us in that eagle. It was like a par four that last hole, and then Kelly, his wife's waiting, and he gives her a hug, and he's smiling, kind of like, "Honey, it was just one of those days." You know, uh, I'll see you in a minute. <laughs> Be back tomorrow. We'll get did to play the North tomorrow, honey. Did I did it's I get that stuff. wrong? Was he was he bogey? Oh no, he did have some bogeys. I think I said bogey free, but he made it up. He made up for it with the eagle at the end. So.
Yeah, it's, it's fun to watch him play that golf course. I mean, just like when Tiger plays those other ones. He, he makes it tough golf courses look easy. Yeah. I mean, that's not an easy track, Rick, and you made it look easy today. And that's it, that's the whole point, right? I mean, that's yeah. – go ahead, Rick. Yeah, it's. It, I wanted to put – it's not an easy course, and I wanted to put a bow on that stat that Kyle had. The, the 3.4 strokes per round that John Rahm is gaining this year, that's the same number that Tiger Woods gained per round in 2006. Mm-hmm. Gentlemen – he won nine times that year. Nine. <laughs> two, two majors, I wow. think, too. Wow. Unbelievable. Won the stuff. Open and, the, and maybe the U.S. Open. Yeah, we don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but. I love getting ahead of myself. Well, I mean, he's the best player in the world. And I know a lot of people <laughs> say, well, gosh, Colin Morikawa, if he wins here, there, and Rom finishes outside the top 10. Listen, Rom is the best player in the world right now. Well, no weaknesses in the yeah, game. Yeah. And None. we talked, we talked about this after, after tournament of champions. He, he didn't win. And people are like, oh, he doesn't win. I'm like, no, that's not the takeaway. The takeaway is he might win like five times this year. <laughs> right. And he might not. He might not win this week, but, uh, it's certainly set up for it. And oh. I think the whole point of what he was saying last week, we saw why he said that even on just one round on Wednesday, because when it's a, when it's set up easy and it's a putting contest, it brings everybody or it brings him back to everybody. And when it's like this, it, those guys can't, they can't make up ground <laughs> right. because they can't do what he does. So right. it's, yeah, it's fun to watch. It is fun to watch. John Rahm, plus 250 to win the Farmers Insurance Open. There's a couple other big names chasing. Justin Thomas had himself a good day, but I want to talk about Dustin Johnson. Kind of a question mark about what he was going to do in his first competitive round of 2022, and he went out and shot a 68 around the south course where he lost strokes putting Kyle. We have talked about him basically turning into one of the better putters on the PGA Tour, and he lost strokes on Wednesday. That might be a very scary thought for the rest of the field. Yeah, and, and specifically, I mean, he was number one in the field from tee to green. Now that you, only half the field is measured, Horschel might have been better, but we don't have the the north course lasered over there. You know, Doug, I, I was talking about this earlier in the week. He's He's been the best putter in the world, uh, If depending on what window you look at. I was looking at kind of last 20 rounds of the guys in this field. He's number one in the field in, in strokes game putting, which I don't think people think DJ and think great putter. But one of the problems for him last year was his iron play wasn't that great, especially from distance. Today, on Wednesday, he's second behind Keegan Bradley in iron play. That that should be encouraging for him. And, you know, I don't, again, I don't, when I think of Tory, I don't necessarily think of DJ thriving here. He's played it, I think, a little worse than he plays most PGA Tour events, which is still good because he plays most PGA Tour events at an elite level. Right. Uh, but it's not it's not a track where I, I kind of think of him dominating on. But he's in a good spot after round one. You know, four under is not going to look great on paper. He's T31. But if you look closer, if you look at the strokes gain, it's a really, really good first round. It's just it surprised me, frankly, his first competitive round in quite some time. Yeah, I agree. And even in his pre-round or his pre-tournament press deal, uh, his expectations were kind of tempered. Yeah. Um, at least that's what I got in listening to him. So I, I think today he was pleasantly surprised, and we'll just have to see how the rest of the week plays out because usually these guys who take three months off, and not many of them take three months off, but as he said, he took three months off. I mean, he put the clubs away. Uh, the rest of this week is going to be a challenge for him. I, I'm, I'm anxious to see how he plays tomorrow. Uh, it, it may not be as easy for him tomorrow. Sometimes that happens when you've been off, you come back, you play well, and then – 
And then a few misses here or there, and it's like, okay, I, I got to get back to work. So we'll see what happens tomorrow. Rick, seven of his last 12 measured rounds uh, in 2021 were either zero or negative uh, strokes gained on approach, which is not, that's not, I mean, that's not good. And it's certainly not good for somebody like DJ. So it was good to see him hit the irons a lot better on. on and Wednesday. that's what he said. He goes, it just wasn't working. Yeah. So he had to take time away. Yeah. And just kind of reset and boot. That makes sense. I yeah. mean, he's, yeah, he's 37, might be a little burned out after such a great couple year so. run. And I think you're right on. I, yeah, could be a big year for him. Could be a big year for him. Could be a big day for him on Thursday. That's when the second round of the Farmers Insurance Open will take place. The golfers will obviously switch courses, the north to the south, the south to the north, and we'll (laughs) see this leaderboard really take shape, and we'll be back to talk about it after each and every round. But for now, big thanks to producer Jacob doing all the hard work behind the scenes. Our guys in Orlando, Doug Bell, Kyle Porter, I'm Rick Gaiman. This (laughs) has been The First Cut, and we'll catch you next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.